everyone and welcome to Textbook Mama Talks, a podcast where we talk real talk as we explore the inner workings of the life of a student parent. I'm your host, Christy, a fellow studying parent at USQ. I'm currently completing a Bachelor of Business and a mama to three beautiful kids aged between three and ten years. Before we get started, I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Jagara, Yogara, and Yugarapul peoples of Ipswich and Springfield, where this podcast is recorded as the keepers of ancient knowledge and whose cultures and customs continue to nurture this land. I also pay respect to elders past, present and future. Okay, on today's episode today, we'll be covering the topic of organisation. Now with me, I have Tiffany, who is mum to a little boy who's aged two, and she's also currently studying a Bachelor of Nursing. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you for having me, Christy. It's lovely to be here. Excellent. Now, Tiffany, would you describe yourself as someone who is organised? I would say so by default. Um, Prior to being a mother and a student nurse, I was an office administrator for eight years. So I would like to think that I've developed some organisational skills during that time period. Yes, fair enough. Now, it's often said that if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Is that something that you would agree with generally? I would, yes. I think you need to really be able to plan and time manage. It's not only critical as a student, but when you enter the workforce as well, particularly as a nurse, as a registered nurse, if you're in a busy clinical setting and you can't plan and time manage correctly, you're not going to be able to survive. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think of lots of other careers as well. I think just about anything that you do, time management is really a a big skill that's been learned while I've been studying at least. Absolutely. What would you say are your top three time management tips or techniques? I think you would adjust it to your situation, but for studying as a parent, you really need to be able to maximise the time that you've got. So turning off social media and any distractions when you are studying. I actually turn my phone on aeroplane mode when I need to study. Also creating study management plans to ensure that you have a clear goal of what you need to achieve during your study session Mm -hmm. and understanding the learning objectives for that week because I know with nursing, the textbook readings can be quite weighty. So having an understanding of what you need to learn that week helps you from sitting there for six hours reading a textbook to be able to pick through the things that you need to learn to make sure you utilise your time effectively. Yeah, I found that for myself too. We often have such a big amount. It's really hard to know which parts you're meant to be remembering for sure and have looking at those learning objectives really gives you a target to go for. Absolutely. Now, do you think it's important to develop a routine when you're a studying parent? Absolutely. Without a routine in place, it's really difficult to stay on track. And it's also important when you have young children for them to understand that mummy and daddy are studying particularly when you end up having placements and pracs, they need to have a bit of a routine and know that that's what goes on in your house. That's what the normal is. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the key things to being a studying parent too is letting your kids understand that this is changing and that there are different things that they need to do in order to help you to study as well. Now, while you're studying, guaranteed you're going to come up against a few curveballs, things that you're not expecting. Maybe the kids get sick. Um, It can be absolutely anything. The dog gets sick. Pretty much guaranteed if you're studying, any of these things will come up during a semester. Tiffany, is there a way that you prepare for these curveballs? I would say no. You can't control when your children are going to get sick. And it is Murphy's Law that at the end of semester, when you have an exam or an assignment due, they are going to get sick. You're going to get sick. The cat's going to get sick. Everyone's going to get sick. Yeah. 
The best thing to do is to make sure you're fairly on top of your study. If you're already three weeks behind and then you have to spend three days stuck in the bathroom sick, you're going to get more behind. That's going to cause you unnecessary stress and it's just going to cause this situation that you really don't want to have. So you need to at least be as up to date as possible so when things like that do happen, you can bounce forward from it. Yeah, I think that's really important. Probably a big part of studying as a parent, you really, after a couple of semesters of of panic, you kind of learn to kind of keep calm and carry on, would you say? Yes, absolutely. Despite everything that's going on somehow, we managed to do that. Is there a way that you managed to be able to keep calm while everything's happening around you? I think resilience is really key to being able to persevere. And it's something we learn a lot about in nursing because nurses actually, I think, statistically have the highest rate of burnout in the workforce. So it's really important from the ground level when you start studying to build a good support base so you can build that resilience and not only then get through your studies when things happen that are unexpected, but then thrive within the workforce. And the biggest way to do that is connecting with other studying parents. I have a really good support network anytime, day or night, and just say, the kids are sick, my husband's had to go to work, I'm behind, I'm having a meltdown, I'm just going to quit. And we really advocate for each other and push each other to keep going because if you've come this far, there's no reason why you can't just keep going. Yeah, that's right. I always tell people that I'm speaking to who are looking at studying or who have just begun studying that every single semester I've had a point where I thought that I couldn't make it through. So that's really quite normal for those people who are new to studying or uh, you know just beginning out it is something that happens to all of us it continues to happen you do learn quite a few tips and and um, management tools to go as you go along to be able to deal with everything but it is quite normal to get to a point where you feel like it's all too much even if you're not a studying parent I even have some young people who have just left high school and started studying and even they will message me sometimes and say I've got a bad mark on an assignment or something and they're really stressed and don't want to keep going. It is, uh, I think most students at least five times within their degree have a little meltdown and don't want to keep going because it's just so overwhelming. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think realising that everyone else is the same does kind of help you to, to pick yourself up. And when you get to the end of the semester and you look back and realise that you've gone through it, I think that gives you a lot of resilience for the next semester and a lot of strength and, and certainly a huge amount of pride that yeah. you've kind of come through that Now, speaking of curveballs, you can pretty much guarantee that you will get one right before an assessment piece is due. Would you agree? Absolutely. Like I said, everyone gets sick, even like you said, the dog, the cat. Somebody's going to do something or even my son will fall off. You know, my husband will be watching him and he'll fall off something outside and he'll go, we need to go to the emergency department. I'm like, but (laughs) but I'm trying to study for an exam. Okay, off we go. Something will happen. And is there anything that you can, any tips that you can give as to what you can do to prepare for those moments ahead of time? I think you need to have time management down pat. So when things happen, you can really work out what's more important and what you need to focus on to catch up. You need to remember you've survived 100% of your worst days so far. So even if something really falls apart, you should be able to somewhat get yourself back on track. You really have three options if it's an assignment and that is to ask for an extension if you can't pull something together in time Mm -hmm. or failing that asking family to watch your child while you catch up or if they're in daycare booking them in for an extra day 
Or if you can't do any of those things, it will just be a point of you're going to have to just go hard or go home. You're going to have to just stay up all night, study in bits and pieces, even particularly for an exam because you won't get an extension for an exam. If you've had gastro the night before, you're just going to have to front up and try and pull something together. Yeah, and I can guarantee if there's an exam coming up, someone will get sick. We'll yep. all get sick. It's coming up. You can't help it. Now, another part of studying, um, apart from assessment pieces and exams, is also um, a lot of students such as yourself doing nursing have prac. And I know that for nurses, you have a lot of prac hours that are quite unusual. So you've got a lot of kind of late night prac shifts. How do you manage looking after your kids during those times? I think it's really difficult, particularly for those who don't have a lot of family support we don't work normal hours. We're pretty fortunate where I don't think on placement we have to work night shift, but we do do afternoons and early mornings. So my first placement that I have just done, I have had to leave her house at 4.30 in the morning. Now my husband leaves at the same time, daycare doesn't open till six. So in that instance, I was very lucky that my mother was able to take one week and my husband took the second week. For my next placement, I'm going to try and do it over the school holidays so my mother won't be working. So if it's an early morning shift, my husband may have to try and start work later to drop our son off at daycare. And if it's an afternoon shift, my mother might have to come over. I think you just, you work out what works for you because even then that might not work. If you're stationed nine hours from here out in whoop whoop, then you're not going to be home at all anyway to pick up you know, or drop off or do things that you normally do. So I don't think there really is a magical formula on how you work it out. You just get told where you're going, what hours you need to do. And from there, you work out if you need to do daycare, your partner needs to take time off, your mum, your sister, you need to stay with family who might live where you're going. You work it out as you go along. And I know a lot of people have a really big panic where they go, I can't go away because my kids are in kindy or I can't, you know, start early. I need to swap shifts because my son goes to daycare. I think we've really got to remember that as registered nurses, you're not going to be able to pick and choose like that. You're going to, you're going into this role knowing that you are going to work unconventional hours. Now is a really good time to start to build a network and put strategies into place to work out what you're going to do with your children. Like I've even had a mother that I study with has offered before if I've had no childcare options at all to take my son and then I would do the same for her. You've just got to work it out. Yeah, we used to live in Queensland and we, I'm actually in Victoria at the moment and we had no family there and that was a a common thing that we did was we would swap with other parents who were in a similar situation. So even without family, there are definitely some options there and I think that that's really the strength of mothers and parents in general is that we do find ways where we can get around a lot of these things and you just get better at, at it as you go. Okay, so moving back to the topic of kind of more towards study, whether you're doing placement or whether you're just studying regularly, there is still life happening even when you're not on placement. How do you prioritise study and particularly when there are two things that are of equal importance, perhaps say you've got a child who's got an award ceremony um, and maybe you've also got a group assignment study session that's scheduled at the same time. How do you prioritise those two things? It's very hard and I don't think there's a magical formula for it. I'm pretty blessed that working from home, studying from home means that I 
do have some flexibility and I will say when I'm in the middle of a tutorial at night I'll say hey guys I'm just gonna duck off and kiss my son goodnight and come back and the teacher knows that the other students know that we're all in the same you know situation you need to remember though that your children should be your priority I'll tell you a quick story my mother recently was going through photographs of her in-laws that they had left behind now that they've both passed. So she was going through photographs and looking for baby photos of my father and she couldn't find any. There were photos Mm. of work colleagues, friends, a couple of baby photos of their two eldest children. They've got six children. I do remember at my grandmother's funeral at the eulogy, it was all about work and what they'd done for the Labor Party and the Queensland entertainment industry. And I was waiting for them to say, well, then they were, you know, she was a mother and she had grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And there was nothing. Where are those people now that they've got photographs of that aren't their children? That's what my mother texted me and said. She said, it's quite sad because where are these people now? We're here, but where are they? You need to think of what legacy and what memories you're leaving behind for your children because they're the ones that are always going to be there. And it is really hard. You can't always turn around and say, well, I'm not going to an exam because my son's got an award ceremony or I'm not going to do a shift. And particularly as a nurse, my kids are going to miss out on Christmases and birthdays and things like that, like I did with my father because of shift work. Unfortunately, they will have to share me with other people and their families because they will sometimes need me more. But my children will always be, I've learnt from my grandparents, they should be your number one focus because what are you leaving behind for them? They're not going to, when you've left this earth, remember a tutorial you went to and no one's going to die if you don't go to that. Whereas if your child's got an award ceremony or something, you go to it. Your job as a parent is to try and make sure that they are prioritised above anything else. Yeah, I think they're, they're good points. And it is a matter of prioritising, like you said, you know. I think sometimes uni will win out. You know, there are some things like an exam that you probably can't miss unless it's very, very urgent. Um, and it is kind of fitting those in. For me, I find that there is more of a lean, obviously, towards study during the semester. Um, I just make a really concerted effort to spend a lot of time with them during the holidays and kind of make up for a lot of that time. We have a lot of, you know, we do special outings. I might pull the boys out of school, take them for a trip down to the museum on the train, that sort of thing. So I think kind of making sure that you are thinking about your priorities and finding opportunities to kind of to balance the two of them, I think, is, is a good idea. And that's where uh, you've got a plan too. It comes down to planning. Yeah. You know, you need to make sure that you've allocated, you've made time to be a person and be at home with your children and that's you right. know in advance if you've got something on that's conflicting, like you have an award ceremony and an exam at the same time or maybe your partner can go to the, yes. yeah, you know, making yeah. sure that somebody is there for your children. Exactly. And if, if there's not a partner in the picture, family or even a close family friend, yeah. there's always a way, a way to make it happen. Exactly. So would you say that it's better to fit study around your life or to fit your life around study? It's definitely going to be study around your life because life mm-hmm. just happens. Kids get sick. They have things on that they need you to be present for and you need to try and work your study around what's going on in life and it's not like you said sometimes study is going to win out it's not always going to work just trying to make a conscious effort to allow life to happen and working study and then consequently work around your life because we're here to live life we're not here to just work and study 
That's right. Now, would you say that it's possible at all, she says laughing, to find a perfect balance between family and study commitments? I don't think so. I think it's a constant battle. It's mum guilt when we leave our children. Our husbands go to work and for them that's normal and that's what they do, whereas for us we feel guilty because we're studying or on placement and we're not there with their kids. As an example, this week my son started daycare. I picked him up yesterday and I felt really guilty because I'd been with Animal Day. But then I got home, my husband had to take him while I went into a tutorial, I came out for 20 minutes and cooked dinner, and then I was gone again for an hour. And then today yep. I left as soon as he got up out of bed. It's, And you feel really guilty, but unfortunately that comes par for the course of wanting to study and work and be a parent. You'll never get a perfect balance and you'll always feel guilty. But then if you're with your kids, you're also feeling guilty that you're not doing enough study. That's right, and that you're not doing anything for your career or for yourself. That's right. Yeah, and I do wonder whether as time goes on and we get a bit more familiar with women kind of being out in the workplace as well, whether that that guilt might subside as well. From my experience, I've, you know, put three of them through daycare for different days, different amounts of time. I think it's always been a great advantage for them. They've learnt a huge amount that, that I wouldn't have had the time to teach them because when you're home, you're still cleaning up after them. There's not a team of people who are looking after them or even in family daycare, that's really their job. They're there to look after your kids and to teach them. And yeah, I think they get a lot from daycare. So a little bit of input from people outside the family as well, as well as having a bit of input from ourselves and our partners and all the other people in our lives who are important to our family as well. So I think all of that's quite important. Now, another aspect of studying is not just our family, but also ourselves and understanding particularly what our own personal boundaries are and maybe organising some you time so that we can give back to our kids and give back to everyone else that we need to give to. How important is it to organise you time into your schedule? It's really important. If you're empty, you don't have anything to give to others or to your study. I think, though, again, with the mum guilt and being busy, like most even dads that are studying, like most parents, you're 100% guilty of giving too much to everybody else. By the time you run around with the kids all day, you're up till 2 o'clock in the morning studying. Eventually, by towards the end of semester, you do have days where you're just burnt out and you need to just take a step back and realise that you're not invincible. You can't do it all and you're just going to go to bed when your child goes to bed and try and recharge. But Normally when you do that, they will wake up a million times a night and you wonder why you didn't just study. Guaranteed, yep. <laughs> That's right. But I, I think that you're right. I think that there are times where you just get to the bottom and you've just, you need to give yourself permission and recognise. You do get used to recognising those points as you go through study and recognising that, right, it's time for me just to let it all go no matter what's happening around me and head off to bed and try and get some sleep, hopefully. Touch wood. Now, scheduling in you time is important, but there's a lot of people who perhaps think that they're hopeless at time management. Are there any tips that you could give to them? It definitely, again, is a skill that you need to have down pat before you graduate and go out into the workforce, no matter what you're going to be doing. If you're really struggling, ask for help. Ask for somebody to sit down and show you how to do some study planning schedules or even contact USQ if they're called your student relationship officers, SROs, and just say, hey, I'm really struggling. I'm behind. I don't know what to do. I'm struggling with being able to manage my time. And there's always going to be resources out there. There's going to be somebody that will sit down and help you. And it takes time to learn 
how to manage yourself. That's right. And I think when you get to that point where you're looking around and saying, perhaps I'm not so good at this area, that's a really important thing for us to recognize and then to be able to, you know, this is an important skill for work as well, is to be able to say, right, I'm not so good at this area, I need to improve. Your SRO is a great person to go and chat to. Um, For those listening to the podcast, if you've never spoken to your SRO, definitely give them a bell if you're not sure about something. They're a great resource. They're brilliant. Now, finally, there is a point where we all reach as mothers, I think, where everything just feels too much. And we've Um, touched on that briefly during this podcast what do you do if you kind of feel like you're just it's too much you don't have to do this alone even if you're a single parent who's studying there's always going to be someone out there to help you and that's why it's really important to build a good support network so you can build resilience again I've had days where things have just gone really pear-shaped and I've had mothers that I study with who live close to me say hey do you want to just drop your kid off for a few hours so you can study or yeah. so you can go nap or do something that, you know, so you can refill yourself. You need to make sure you build support. It doesn't have to always be a partner, but even your parents, your neighbour, you know, there's always going to be somebody out there that will help you. And again, if you really reach a point where you're really not coping, contact the uni. They have support services. Exactly. And there are, for those who perhaps aren't on campus, um, I've studied online for most of my degree. Um, There are lots of other resources that you can find online as well through USQ as well as other avenues. So definitely have a look around at those. Well, Tiffany, it's been a pleasure having you join us with the podcast today. Thank you very much for sharing your own insights on textbook mama experiences um, and giving us such great advice. That's right. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for tuning in. To keep on listening, you can find more episodes on Podbean, iTunes or USQ's social hub at social.usq.edu.au. If this talk tickled your fancy and seemed all too hashtag relatable, have you heard about USQ's Studying Parents Facebook group? This unique online community is for USQ studying parents and is designed to support you to succeed as you navigate studying with family life. To join the group, just head over to the University of Southern and Queensland on Facebook. And don't forget for more resources and motivation dedicated to support you throughout your student journey, connect with USQ's social media accounts by searching at USQEDU. I'm Christy. You've been listening to Textbook Mama Talks.